0: Love is warm to the the Digital Audio Experience. Craig?
1: All right, we just walked out of the theater
0: from seeing uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's true. You, you've seen it once already? This yes. is your second time? Yep, second viewing. This is my first viewing. And I'm Craig. And I'm Jeff (laughs) and welcome to Jeff's digital audio experience featuring Craig yes (laughs) this is gonna be episode 100 of the half-ass horror cast this is wow yeah like we've had obviously other types of episodes or whatever but as far as the lineup this will be episode 100 so it all comes back to the beginning when it was just you and me 2008 oh yeah So, yeah, we're, we're literally in the parking lot outside the theater. We just watched it. And I am very happy. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I did too. I, well,
1: uh, like we said, this is my second viewing of it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, after I saw it, I told you, I was like, oh man, you gotta see this. I, I, like, I texted you, I was like, I was like, I just saw the new Spider Man. It was dope. And you wrote back, "Is that sarcasm?" <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you were being I thought you were being sarcastic for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, No, it's really good. Like, <laughs> you, you need to see this movie. So, I what, talked you into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, because to be honest, I mean, I love comic book movies and I love the MCU. But after Endgame, I kind of felt done. Like, yeah. I kind of felt like I'm I'm cool with like just letting the rest of it go and. You know, like I'll I'll watch it at some point, but I'm not gonna make a big point of seeing Marvel movies anymore. And uh, this is the first one I've seen in the theater since Endgame. I've only seen on cable or Disney Plus since then. Um, And even though there's a Hawkeye show that people keep telling me to watch, because I'm a big Hawkeye guy and I love the Matt Fraction uh, Hawkeye run um, that the new show is based on, I still haven't seen it. I haven't gone out of my way to watch it or anything.
1: I haven't seen that either. Yeah i saw the other two shows well i saw wandavision and loki
0: yeah I, I saw those as well and i watched the um winter soldier and falcon i just didn't do any of it as appointment television like right, i watched yeah. it just whenever i got around to it so yeah it's, it sort of seems like everything from the mcu
1: post end game kind of feels like like an afterthought like it doesn't really feel like a it's that big of a deal, or anything. yeah, it, you know? it
0: feels like fan fiction to me. Like it it, it yeah. feel, it's like good, but it doesn't feel very pertinent to me or something yeah. that I have to see.
1: And I'm fine. I will say the Wandavision was I thought was really good. I thought yeah. that was well, really well done. But like I was really surprised by this movie by No Way Home, like how much I liked it. Um, mm. And it kind of you know it hits the ground running when it starts because the way the last movie ended, you know, and Mysterio announces to the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and so like right out of the gate Spider-Man has to deal with this problem and I like this movie because it feels like this is the first one of the MCU movies where like Peter Parker feels like a kid to me like even Yum. though like, we've seen him in high school and stuff but like uh, the, the idea of him like his one of his biggest concerns in the movie is getting into college Yum. and uh I love the relationship between him and his two friends, or his girlfriend and his best friend.
0: Yeah, Ned and MJ. Yeah. yeah,
1: But I think like the biggest thing that makes this movie... Well, not the biggest thing, but it was something that I noticed this time around watching it that dawned on me. I was like, oh, part of what makes this feel like a Spider-Man movie is the fact that it's all in New York City. Yum. Because the last movie was all in. Uh, was it? Weren't they like in Italy?
0: The last movie was in Europe. I've kind of. I think it yeah. kind of jumps around different places yeah. in Europe. Yeah. So yeah, they're in Europe in the last movie, and in the first movie they're like
1: in high school and stuff. Yeah, it's it in been...
0: Queens. The first yeah. movie was relatively grounded, but so mm-hmm. much of Iron Man is in it yeah. that it felt like Spider Man was like Iron Man Junior. Like he right. wasn't really Peter Parker. He was almost like a different character altogether. Like I, I like. Tom Holland and I like the MCU and, and I appreciate they try to do something a little bit different, but I mean, to me, Spider-Man is a kid in Queens who is struggling to be a regular person yeah. and, and they lost that big time. Cause in the very first movie, he's an Avenger basically. Right. And that, that kind of changes his dynamic quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's what a big part of what made me like this movie so much is it actually feels like a Spider-Man movie yeah. this time around. And like, and, you, you, you know, we're also, you know, spoiler, if you haven't seen the movie... Yeah, we should just go ahead yeah. and say,
0: like, I mean, surely, goodness, you've, lis- you've seen Spider-Man No Way Home at this point, if you're going to listen to this, but yeah. if you haven't, please go and see it, because we're going to spoil the hell out of it. Yeah. We, we have no... It, we're not going to be able to contain it, so yeah. just prepare yourself.
1: Yeah, so from here on out, we're going all balls out on spoilers. But definitely,
0: big recommendation from Jeff and Craig. De- yeah.
1: de- definitely see it. Definitely check it out. There's... So, like, five of the villains from the previous two Spider-Man franchises come back through, Mm -hmm. like... You see in the trailer where, like, uh, Peter Parker goes to uh, Doctor Strange and asks him to erase everyone's memory that he's... That Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And Peter Parker keeps trying to change it at the last second and it messes it up. And then, you know, Doc Ock... uh, Sandman, Electro, Lizard, Lizard yep. and uh, Green Goblin show up, and uh, it was one villain away from being the Sinister Six, but it was still really cool to see Spider-Man fighting all five of those villains in one movie. It was uh, it was really fun. It felt like a you know something right out of the comics.
0: And this is nice considering there's been almost 20 years of cinematic Spider-Man now. This yeah. was like a nice kind of like acknowledgement of the fact that there's been almost two decades of Spider-Man on film. It was it was a nice love letter to all that stuff, I thought.
1: Yeah, and the, it was really great to see uh, Andrew Garfield
0: and Tobey Maguire back. As, yeah, spoiler. They yeah. both come back. Uh, which, by the way, I genuinely knew nothing about any of this shit. Oh, really? Like, I, I knew... Cause, cause just for the listeners, mm-hmm. I, I didn't care anything about this. I, you know, I'm fine with Tom Holland and the MCU Spider-Man, but I, I didn't really care about it. And I was fine with not knowing anything about these movies and I, I haven't watched any Marvel trailers since like, I don't know, 2018, probably. Oh, well. <laughs> I just don't care. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So this is not something I'm worried about. And uh, when you told me, Jeff, that you were into this, I was like, oh, it's because like I heard Doctor Strange is in it. Oh. So I was like, oh, it's because like Jeff loves Doctor Strange and like, the cinematic Doctor Strange, so that that's why he's super into it. And I was so interested because yeah. of that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a duo, like Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. And I thought that was a nice love letter to Steve Detko, because he oh, obviously yeah. co-created with Stan Lee, both those characters, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Um, but I had no clue. I didn't know Doc Ock was in it. I didn't, I, like, It's it's like as it was coming, I was, like, a baby. I was yeah. just like, who? Uh, oh, like, oh. I mean, the whole time. It was just, like, revelation after revelation. It was really cool. I wish
1: you could have been with me the first time I saw it because it was opening night and the yeah. audience, like, cheered. Oh, when I can every imagine. Every character showed up. Yeah. Particularly when, like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire showed up. Like, it, the, the audience, like, erupted, and, like, if, like my heart was racing and stuff. Like, yeah. I was excited in a way that I didn't... Like, I was expecting them to show up just because from the commercials and the trailers I had seen, I knew that Doc Ock and Green Goblin were back. So I was like, well, if they're bringing in characters from the other movies, yeah, surely they're going to bring back. Oh, it definitely them. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so when the... Even though I was expecting it to happen, when it did happen, it was like... I don't know, I got so excited like a little kid. I was like,
0: oh, they're back. It's funny because I was so into the idea of Endgame, the Avengers Endgame, that on social media, I muted every Marvel character. (laughs) I, I muted every Marvel character, the Avengers, Thanos, like the whole thing. And I wonder if that contributed to the fact that I didn't know any of this stuff. Oh, wow. Because I'm still pretty yeah. active on social media, mm-hmm. knew none of this. Like, I just walked wow. in, like, totally brand new to it. So That's really surprising because anytime I go on social media,
1: it's just, like, I can imagine, I'm, yeah. I'm just littered with that stuff. So can, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, because, like, like, I kind of feel like for so long now, the old school fans, it's almost like they're deliberately making stuff for us not to like it. It's almost kind of like a badge of honor for us to not like something at this point. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, yeah, of course they didn't like it. They're a bunch of basement-dwelling trolls who wants them to like this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just so so nice to see these characters come back and have, they have, like, actual agency. And they're, like, active and good and, like, heroic and they get their moments where they get to actually shine and they're not losers. You know what I mean? Like it's just everything I wanted in these old school characters came back. Yeah. And it was just really touching to me. Like I just I love that there's someone creative out there in power that gave us what we wanted for once. It was it was very beautiful. I mean Yeah.
1: <laughs> it they they didn't bring in the other two Spider Man and like, oh well, everyone in my life is dead and I'm living destitute on the street, you know, right. like Cause they're, you know, yeah. they're still good people, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like,
0: I think the impulse of the past few years with other franchises is you introduce the old characters in service of the new character. Yeah. So like I really love that this Spider-Man movie didn't have the old Spider-Man come back and have Tom Holland just be better than them and like yeah. teach them all these different ways. Where we're like, wow, why didn't I think of that? You know, like they had it where they were all equal footing and they all mm-hmm. had things to contribute. And again, they all had like moments where it's like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's yeah. like cool that they got to have like a moment where they they all get to be heroic and they all get to seize the gauntlet and like your favorite character gets to like do something that makes you happy, you know, and not yeah. depressed. <laughs> it's, so, it's so atypical yeah. for a movie in 2021. Yeah.
1: And it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's surprising how many like touching scenes there are in it. Like there's that mm. scene where uh, uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man uh, saves MJ. Yeah. And it's like, he kind of redeems himself for... Parallels, yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, With Wynn, yeah. yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's just... It's kind of heartwarming, but it's, it. you know, it's also really sad, too, in, in a lot of parts. But, like, man, I mean, it... I, I can't think of anything to, like, criticize this movie about. Like, there's nothing that I was like, well, that one thing... I will Actually, I thought of one thing, though. I say hmm. I, I say that, and then I immediately go to something... It, but it's more I think I just don't understand it it's It's. I don't know if it's necessarily a flaw but like so Doctor Strange asks Peter Parker to go get all the villains and bring them back to the Sanctum Santorum mm-hmm. and then he's gonna push the little button and they're all gonna go back to their home universes or whatever right and then at the end of the movie they're just kind of they've escaped and he just kind of hits the button and they all apparently what I'm getting at is like why did he have to have them all together? And why did he have to bring them all together? To, it makes no like, sense. Yeah.
0: No, it's 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 kind of like a time travel type of thing, where mm-hmm. if you hold it up to any scrutiny, it won't really hold up. Yeah. Because I, I don't really understand why those specific characters got pulled into the main MCU in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what was the criteria for those villains... To well, be pulled in, as opposed to like say Topher Grace's Venom, right, right. Why yeah. wasn't he pulled in, or why why wasn't uh, James Franco's version of the Green Goblin pulled in, as a You know what I mean? Like why why were there s- yeah. those specific characters? You know, they 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 could have been, but we may not
1: because like the two other Spider-Man were there, like we they weren't introduced until like halfway through the movie. Mm. So maybe the other characters were somewhere else, but that Tom they Hard, were like found proactive, you know? yeah. So spotless. I guess, like, I mean, other than just, like, a way to continue the story, move, push the story forward, like, bringing them all
0: together, probably wasn't really necessary, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's something worth noting, is yeah. that, like, if your nerd brain is turned on to 10, you're definitely going to find flaws here. Like, like there will definitely be moments where, like, why did that happen? Why did this happen? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But as far as an emotional journey... I think it just is on 11. Like, I I think it's perfect as far as emotionally what you want in a Spider-Man movie. And if you're a fan of all the movies for the past 20 years, you get a little something from all these characters. Uh, I thought Toby McGuire was perfect pitch. Perfect. I thought Andrew Garfield was like standout. Oh yeah. Like I'll be shocked if they don't make another amazing Spider-Man movie. If he wants to do it, I, I, I can't imagine Sony not being like yeah okay we're gonna make our own spider-man movies now with this yeah. guy again <laughs> if he wants to do it we're gonna do it you know yeah. i mean because i just can't imagine the goodwill it has to be pretty big right now for that that guy yeah he's such a likable character in the mm-hmm. movie
1: and i love that scene of uh him and toby mcguire when they're like waiting on the bad guys to show up at the uh, statue of liberty He's just like, you know, I'm, um, I forgot what he said. He said, he was saying something. He's like, yeah, you know, because I'm like an idiot or whatever. And he's like, hey, let's go back to that. Like this negative self-talk, you gotta, you gotta knock that out, man. Like you're, you're amazing. And i like, it's really,
0: it was cool to hear him like,
1: no man, you're a good
0: dude. You know. It, it, the nerd in me really loved the organic web shooter uh, <laughs> the talk too. Because the great. other two Spider-Man are like, hold on, you have like, the, the web just shoots out of your wrist you don't have to like make that webbing or anything because yeah. i remember like back in 2002 being like hold on that can't be like why are they doing that why are they making yeah. it where it's organic why wouldn't it be because since the 60s spider-man has had to make his own web it's been yeah. like his own creation or whatever so it was a really strange creative decision by sam Raimi and company yeah. back in the day but it was cool that they acknowledged it i thought yeah and they they made it really funny too, where they're like, "Does it come out of anywhere else?" Because like, <laughs> like, it makes no sense that it would come out of his wrist if it uh, was organic. It would totally come out of his ass. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face it.
1: <laughs> like like, I was telling you after I saw it the first time, I was like, I don't want this movie to be over. I want to. I want more of this. I want mm. this, you know. And in particularly like the way it ends, where he's. Everything's reset and I'm like, well, what's he going to do now? And now he's got this like new suit that he made himself. Yeah. And, uh,
0: and it looks like very classic.
1: It yeah. looks like the,
0: the official Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see where the,
0: this goes next. Um, cause spoiler, I mean, obviously, hopefully you've seen the movie if you're listening to us, mm-hmm. but Peter Parker is reset by the end of this movie where he is just an unknown regular Joe. He is back to the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man of comics. Uh, he doesn't know the Avengers. He's not rich. He's living in a small apartment in Queens. It's just perfect. It's exactly yeah. what Peter Parker's supposed to be. And he doesn't have any of, like, Tony, Tony Stark's, Stark's crap. Yeah. 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 Which I get why they did that in the beginning, but yeah. I'm really, really glad that they've jettisoned it. It's it's cool to have him be reset. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited
1: to see where this goes. I, yeah. I, I wonder when they're going to do another one, but, like, who knows? Um, Marvel's got, like, several characters that they're trying to make movies of sure so they got to make that money
0: it would be kind of cool too <laughs> to see though like the larger world how spider-man interacts with these people because he was a known commodity mm-hmm. and now none of these people know him anymore yeah. so when he shows up to a big battle they'll be like who's this guy you know what I mean well, So it'll be kind of fun people remember spider-man they just don't remember Peter good point Parker. good point so good point yeah, yeah. he
1: still they'll, they'll still remember that he helped the Avengers I think
0: they just won't have any clue who the guy yeah. is behind the mask. Right. Yeah.
1: But that also creates some other issues, like, with, uh, like, Flash
0: Thompson wrote
1: that right. book about how Peter Parker's his best friend. I guess friend. that's all just
0: retconned, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how they'll handle that stuff, but I guess we'll find out.
0: Yeah, there's lots of hand-waving in the MCU. where you just have to kind of go with it, Yeah. And so... But, I mean, for me, it gets... This movie gets a 10
1: out of 10. It was...
0: I tend to agree. I think, I do think it's something that, uh, the further away I get from it, the more I'll scrutinize it, mm-hmm. but I will not, I don't think I'll ever forget emotionally how I felt walking yeah. out cause I, I genuinely had a good time. And again, it was just great to see all three of these Peter Parkers get their moments yeah. and uh, and all the villains too. Pretty much every villain had a cool moment yeah in a time to shine i thought uh william defoe was awesome as norman yeah. osborne again after so so long he, he did yeah, a great job excellent. and uh the uh alfred alfred yeah. molina yeah like yeah. He, he was great as doc ock mm-hmm. um and great sympathetic and kind of like you know a little bit of a villain but kind of like you know he's kind of cured at a certain point so he's kind of helpful to the heroes yeah. It was nice. Uh, I liked was Jamie cool. Foxx too. Oh, yeah. I, I love Standout.
1: That, yeah, I love that interaction with him and Andrew Garfield
0: where he was just like, I was kind of hoping you were going to be black. Yeah. <laughs> Which,
1: like, you think he was a black Spider Man? <laughs> He's like,
0: huh? Which, I mean, is again, you know, a little Easter egg or alluding to a larger world because yeah. obviously we have Miles running around out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping there will be like a live action Miles Morales at some point. I think that I, I bet. I bet they'll (laughs) do a Disney Plus TV show for him. Oh, that would be cool. Which will be a slam dunk. I mean, if they do that right, I'm I'm looking forward to Miss Marvel. That's like one of the only Marvel shows I'm like, you know, kind of. uh, She Hulk could be cool too, depending on how they do it. So there's there's some fun stuff on the horizon. Um, But this definitely gives me a lot of goodwill towards Marvel, where it's like. If they, if they just kind of be a little hands-off and let the creative people do what they're supposed to do, you know yeah. what I mean, like give people what they want every now and then, yeah. uh, you know.
1: I liked some of the uh, little Easter eggs too, like where, you know, at the end where the, or not even all at the end, there was like one at the beginning where, uh, what's his name, Doctor Strange is like doing the spell, and like the, mm-hmm. I guess the multiverse is opening up, and you can see like the the kind of silhouettes of different characters. And there's like right. Scorpion and the, and Rhino. And, oh, um, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was um, one guy that I think it's supposed to be Craven because he's like holding a staff. Ooh, nice. Um, those are the only three that I really noticed. But like at the end, there was like that was where I saw Rhino and Craven, and at the beginning was where I saw Scorpion. So.
0: Well is it the next Doctor Strange called like in the multiverse of madness? Yeah. Is that wouldn't it be crazy if they just went balls out and they were just like they had scenes where like every Punisher that's ever like every actor that's played oh, wow. Punisher shows up <laughs> at one point. I mean that would be I mean like as silly as it sounds, I think that would be fun yeah. if they did it the right way. I mean I doubt that'll happen. But yeah. I mean just imagine if it was like Thomas Jane and Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like That would <laughs> be, be that'd be cool. Yeah. Lufrigno cameo, maybe have oh, like ah, yeah. you know, like I don't know, just little things like that. It could be really cool. Who knows? Yeah. It's it's been a long time since
1: I've seen a movie that made me feel this excited, and like maybe it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that I didn't want to end. Like mm. usually, like by the time the movie's over, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to wrap this up. You know, like the the last couple Marvel movies I saw. They were two and a half hours and they felt two and a half hours. Definitely. Like, not that they were bad, it just sort of, you know, it's like I was aware of how long they were, but this movie felt like it just went by super fast for me.
0: Remember uh, when you very first texted me about this movie, what did you say about Ghostbusters Afterlife compared to this? Um,
1: I was, I don't remember word for word, but I was basically saying, like, this movie succeeds in doing what ghostbusters afterlife was trying to do and failed at least to me
0: it failed I just so (laughs) agree with you I I can't agree with you more I mean like like afterlife like I I don't understand how someone could see this movie spider-man no way home and not feel kind of embarrassed (laughs) first for for, for ghostbusters afterlife because it's so hollow compared to this like like these Spider-Man movies took some time to like build up to something and do something really special. And afterlife was just so hollow and like artificial. It's like a commercial that like, like all these Christmas commercials that make you feel bad about people being alone on Christmas. It's like, it's like, that's what afterlife was. It it was like schmaltzy manipulative bullshit that didn't mean anything in this movie. Yeah. Remember we made you cry? Now go by the ghost of Harold Ramis oh, action Jesus. figure. Like, how could someone see that and be like, I need that. It's yeah. like, oh God, <laughs> like they're manipulating you. Like they're, yeah. they're just, they're taking you for a ride, you know, yeah. it's oh.
1: a But this one felt, it, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was being manipulated. I didn't feel like they were like, let's, let's try to make the audience cry. It, it felt like, the re- my reaction felt very genuine and it felt, you know, like the, particularly like the scene with um, Aunt May yeah yeah because I also didn't see that coming. I didn't know that that was going to be happening in this movie so it was I was surprised when that happened and it uh, but and she's such a likable character and a great sure. actress you know
0: but I, th- I feel like you know the new Star Wars sequels or Ghostbusters, they would try to do all this stuff in the very first installment. Whereas Spider-Man, you know, you've seen Tom Holland play this character, what, six times now? I mean, he's been in like, (laughs) you know, he's been in Civil War, two Avengers movies, and now this is the third Spider-Man movie. So you've seen him six times now. You've seen Tobey Maguire play the part three times, Andrew Garfield a couple of times. Like, they took time to, like, weave something. And granted, they had the luxury of doing that, so it's a little unfair. But, like like that's why this has so much weight and it matters a little bit and you feel something whereas like all these new things where they're trying to reboot things they're like they're trying to force it on you immediately they're not even giving you a chance to breathe and like take Mm -hmm. it in they just they just want you to feel something as quick as they can yeah it's like grown in a lab to make you feel something and just feel so hollow to me yeah like when Tobey Maguire shows up it's like seeing an old friend you're like I remember that guy like
1: I've spent you know three movies with this dude and I also I liked some of the callbacks to the previous movies that weren't. That's another thing is like that they did that Ghostbusters failed at, which was like Ghostbusters was like, hey look, remember the Twinkie? Like all the oh, stupid shit. like they stuff. didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. In Spider Man, there's like if they made a reference to one of the previous movies, it like felt organic and natural. Like where yeah. uh, Tobey Toby trying to pop his back, you know? Yeah. He's like I got a back thing. It was like.
0: Oh yeah from that movie where he fell and he was like oh my back my yeah. back and it's just like it wasn't a bunch of Easter egg bullshit yeah uh, it, it, it was like genuine storytelling yeah
1: yeah it was well done I'm I'm uh I'm very pleased and it it's it's great to like walk away from a, a movie theater experience and feel satisfied like oh that was good I was yeah. you know
0: for sure. You know how happy I was to see Tommy Maguire just look like Tommy Maguire, just oh, a little yeah. older? Because, yeah. like, I know the impulse for a lot of creative people would be, he's got oh. to have a beard. He's got to have a beard. He's got to be limping a little bit. There's got to be something. He, he maybe even needs a cane. Like, he needs something <laughs> to show that he's haggard and he's been through something. But it was cool that he's just like, no, he's like a 40-ish, you know, Spider-Man now. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that he is just automatically horrible like yeah, he can like still be loser. happy he can still be happy he can still be heroic and uh that's what you want to see in your heroes you you want to see them succeed you don't want to see them always be de- deconstructed and failures and depressed like yeah. you know that's oh, oh. Yeah. so thank you the pay filmmakers. attention to this people who make <laughs> star wars <laughs> yeah if you if you make some more star wars sequels and they involve the old characters. By all means, let them be heroic. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them be just horrible. Well, they're all dead, so it doesn't yeah, really matter. You can't really do it. Now. Who cares? Like, okay, yeah, never mind. They're all, they're all dead. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, you know, maybe that was good for us. We just got rid of it all <laughs> of They all were miserable and died. <laughs> but not Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, these we got to see the two old Spider-Man come back and still save the day. And, yeah. And be genuinely good people, yeah. like. That's the other thing about this is like you know I liked I liked Tom Holland okay as Spider-Man up until this point but this I feel like this is the first movie where I was like I really really liked him as Peter Parker. For sure, I was just yeah. Like I like this kid. Like I agree. And he's and I think part of it is just like we see uh we can genu- we genuinely see like that he is a good person cuz like you know he's Doctor Strange wants to send all these bad guys back to their own universe but Peter Parker realizes if, if that happens they're all gonna die and so because he's a good-hearted person he's like well why don't we try to help them rather than like just mm-hmm. sending them back and let somebody else deal with it and I think that's a really like great quality and
0: uh, a heroic character to like just be a decent guy you know <laughs> I I agree like that's very classic Peter Parker and I do think the movie would have benefited a little bit if they had gone the looper route Mm -hmm. of time travel where they had just acknowledged like, Hey, this is multiverses. this is time travel. Don't think too much because it doesn't make that much sense. Like if Dr. Strange had kind of taken some authority and just said some of this isn't going to make that much sense, but just go with it because like, as I'm leaving, I'm kind of starting to think, hold on, why did this happen? And yeah. why did this person come at this point? And you know what I mean? Like it kind of doesn't, I'm sure there's someone out there listening. That's like, no, no, it only makes sense. They explained it. But in my head, walking out of the theater, I'm kind of like questioning, you know, why yeah. were they taken at that exact moment? And why, why were these characters, you know, in, in those? I mean, I'm assuming it was random because like, Doc Ock apparently was taken
1: right at that point, right before uh, he died in the second movie. Mm -hmm. But then Peter Parker is like 45. Right. So he's from years later. But even Doc Ock. Doesn't he, uh, one of the other characters, like, sees him and they're like, hey, didn't didn't one of them say something about him, like, looking older being grown up or something?
0: Yeah. Um, I've forgotten who it was, but you're totally right. Someone does mention, I think Doc Ock actually mentions that about Tobey Maguire at one point.
1: He's like, oh, look at you, you're all grown up or something. And and obviously
0: (laughs) Mysterio, Jamie Foxx looks totally different because in the... Electro. Electro looks like, yeah, excuse me, Electro looks completely different because he's like blue and then in his human form he has like a bad comb over and buck teeth and everything Mm -hmm. and this version they they choose to use the star power of jamie fox and just have him look like (laughs) jamie fox normal yeah um so they kind of just kind of you know quietly don't acknowledge the fact that i mean i i do think andrew garfield mentions he looks different but they don't really explain it they (laughs) they just kind of go with it yeah
1: that's the thing they they do point it out but they don't explain it like even Electro's like, he's like, no, I like this universe. I like this new body. Right, right, right. So I'm glad they at least acknowledged it because, like, that was a thing I was seeing, like, on the previews and stuff. Like, people on Facebook were commenting, like, or I saw a meme or whatever. It was like, he's like, everyone's talking about, like, why is Electro blue? It's like, no,
0: how does Electro have hair? <laughs> <laughs> This looks totally different. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, it's like we're old school comic book people, and obviously each artist has a different interpretation of how these characters look. So I can kind of roll with a lot of that stuff. I mean, that stuff doesn't really bother me that much, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I can, in my mind, I can kind of dismiss it in that, like, he had all this power from that electrical stuff that maybe, like, you know, that changed his body in some ways. Sure, you know, maybe he could just kind of
0: personify himself a different yeah. way. Yeah.
1: So maybe whatever it was...
0: Headcanon. Yeah. We're already explaining it. I yeah. like it. Kudos to the filmmakers. I think it's John Watts. Isn't that the director's name? Yeah. Congratulations.
1: Yeah,
0: really awesome. enjoyed it. And uh, remember when uh, you go see a movie and everyone liked it and it wasn't just people <laughs> arguing about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is it. This is yeah. This is the movie where I feel like anyone could go into this and enjoy it on some level. I'm not saying yeah. everyone's gonna love it, but everyone's yeah. gonna like it.
1: Yeah, and you know
0: it's just different that's like, the
1: thing I, I can't imagine anyone leaving and being like that
0: sucked like, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was yeah. I mean if you're going to a spider-man movie I think you'll you'll enjoy yeah. it if you, if you like spider-man I will say it's also helpful if you've seen the previous five spider-man movies <laughs> it helps it helps but I think just a general knowledge yeah will take you a long way yeah. I and mean, just knowing who plays who you know in the originals um, or the previous installments yeah you know so yeah but I feel like Most people who go to see this movie have seen at least a few of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, Kia. uh, Like, she's seen all five of them. She's just not going to be like, um, what do you call it? It's not like ingrained in her memory or whatever, but she's definitely seen all five. So I think most casual moviegoers will feel that way. Will they have some kind of touchstone to most of these characters? Well, I say five. There's seven other ones right there's well if you count the tom holland
1: right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah of the seven spider-man movies that exist i've only watched like two of them more than once <laughs> mm, so like it'd be kind of nice to go back and refresh my memory and rewatch all the spider-man movies
0: yeah. at some point that might be kind of fun and who knows what this might lead to i mean again more andrew garfield movies yeah. I mean, if they back up the money truck, Tobey Maguire might come back for more. I mean, who knows? I mean, they all seemed game. They all did a great job. Yeah,
1: and I was seeing on Facebook today some people had like petitions and stuff that they were like wanting Andrew Garfield to come back and do Amazing Spider Man 3. Somebody had like photoshopped uh, Emma Stone as uh, Spider Gwen.
0: I think people wanted that back in the day yeah. a few years back. Yeah.
1: I definitely think Spider Gwen would be really cool. Like, that, like, even if uh, she gets like her own standalone movie or whatever. Well,
0: in the but, comics, she's in her own pocket universe anyway, originally. Yeah. So, I mean, they could totally just run with it. And if Emma Stone doesn't want to do it, they can just have another actor yeah. play the part. Because I like that character in Into the Spider-Verse, the mm-hmm. animated
1: version. And I know that, like, she's a... Uh, for, like, little girls, they they really like Spider-Gwen. Because I used to have some little girls in my life and they yeah. were like well, really excited about her. She
0: has a cool so. costume and, yeah. a, and persona and like I'm pretty sure in the main MCU they've eventually drafted in Miles Morales. He, he's like another Spider-Man and I'm pretty sure Gwen Stacy is part of it now too. Yeah. They have just drafted in those characters where they're all part of the main universe now. So there's a precedent for it yeah. um, going forward. Unfortunately, Sony owns all those characters. <laughs> I know. So we'll see how that works out. To make some more deals with Marvel. No. Uh, That's the funny thing. they will. I mean, good grief. They have to, because, like, Sony does not know what they're doing on their own. Like, mm. well, I
1: say they that... They do,
0: though, because they Venom made a shitload of money, even though they're not good movies. Yeah.
1: Uh. That's
0: what I was thinking of, was the Venom movies. But, you know, the, the, the other
1: five... Well... I will be honest. I didn't like Amazing Spider-Man two, but it wasn't because of Andrew Garfield or any of the actors. They were just
0: trying really hard to make their own cinematic universe, so they crammed in a lot of stuff, trying to like yeah. spin it off into other you know movies, and it was just too crammed. Yeah, I mean, that one that one kind of fell flat for yeah. me. But
1: I actually liked the the first Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I liked the I like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's too. But the third one. Definitely
0: had some problems. <laughs> well, and, and for what, I, what little I know about it, I think there was a lot of studio mingling. Um, like what do you call it? Like, studio like tampering, or yeah, tampering. Yeah, tampering. Yeah. Because I think he wanted to just do straight up Sandman. Yeah. And they were the ones that were like, no, 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 we gotta have Venom, and that's why it feels yeah. so like mishmashed. Yeah, you, know, you know, like separate movies. Yeah, I'd read that like. Sam Raimi doesn't even
1: like Venom. Mm. They just kind of forced him to do it. And he was just like, oh, I don't even mm. like this character. Which it kind of shows when you watch the movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's like, this is the stupid thing you guys want, here it is. <laughs> there we go. Big thumbs up recommendation for Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Yeah. And that, I, I can't think of a better way... To have a hundred episodes of half-assed horror cast-related material, <laughs> than us ecstatic outside of a uh, local theater having watched a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: And uh, we could tie it into being a
0: horror movie in some way, right? Doctor Strange is, is mystical, yeah. and that's kind of magic, witchcraft-related. Yeah. Uh, you know, um,
1: half. Oh, there's a, there's a lizard man. He's kind of scary looking. Kind of scary. That, that works. A goblin.
0: Yeah. An octopus man.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, signing off.
0: Yes. Thanks for listening. Check out Spider-Man. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast. Facebook at Half-Assed Horror.
0: Twitter at Ha Cast. And you can send us an email at halfassedhorrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfassedhorrorcast.com.